Hi, I'm Randall the Reading Rat, and I cannot wait to open up the story machine and listen to stories. Hi, Cog. Hi, Randall. Hi, Bolt. Hi, Randall. You're just in time. The mail carrier is here. He says he has a special delivery for the story machine. I bet some children wrote stories and mailed them to the story machine. The mail truck is right outside. Special delivery for the story machine. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. Look at all these little envelopes. It looks like a lot of tiny stories placed in small envelopes. Look, every envelope has a name on it. One envelope says Bolt. Maybe it's a story about me. Here's an envelope with your name on it, Randall. Another one for Gear, one for Nut, one for Valve, one for a puffy tail squirrel. Hey, Bolt, why don't you open up the one that has your name on the front? It has hearts and ribbons and a picture of me drawn on the front. And on the other side it says, oh, oh, it says, Happy Valentine's Day, Bolt! I love listening to you. You're great. From Simon M. That's an interesting story. <laughs> That's not a story, Bolt. You just received a valentine. A valentine? <laughs> sure makes me feel good. I bet it does. It always feels good when you know you're appreciated. People send valentines to anyone that they want to thank or to let them know how special they are. It does make me feel special. Someone sure put a lot of time into making that. They sure did. Valentines always bring happiness, and they are fun to make, too. Writing stories about caring and love also makes us feel good. Would you like to hear a story before we open the rest of the envelopes? Yes! Yeah! Let's turn on the story machine and see what she has to share with us today. Hello. I'm the story machine. What do you have for us today, story machine? Do you see any stories we can listen to while sorting through these Valentine's Day cards? Yes, I have just the story. This is The Monster and the Human by a nine-year-old named Cora. The Monster and the Human by Cora. Once there was a princess, a beautiful princess. La 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 la. She had been cursed under a magic spell of becoming a monster. Ah! Oh no! Now I'm a monster! Once she became a monster, she had to leave her palace and live on her own. It's a monster! What? A monster? Help! Monster! No, 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 no! Monster! Monster! Help! By order of the royal emperor, no monster can live in the village. You must leave immediately, monster! I know! Goodbye. The monster set out, but could not find a home. She looked and looked, but could not find a place to live. <sighs> Boy, am I tired. I'll just rest here on this rock for a bit. What's that, bird? You say that there's an old, deserted castle behind these thick hedges? 
you, bird. I'll peek through these briars and see. You're right. It's a castle. I'll cut through these briars, trim all these hedges, and make this my home. It'll be beautiful. Goodbye, bird. Thank you. The monster princess chopped down the bush that covered the castle, cleaned the castle, and repaired her new home. The monster princess planted a garden and became friends with all the woodland creatures. Ooh, this is a nice place now. I don't need to be like all the other princesses who are looking for a prince. I've got everything I need right here. I can live here in peace inside my beautiful home. However, one day, a prince did come. Whoa! What's this? What a nice place. This must be the deserted castle that I heard about. But it's not in shambles. It's beautiful. Hello? Anyone home? Oh no! There's a prince at the door. I will hide. Hello? Hello? I guess no one is home. I will just get some water before sitting off again. Wow. This place is really grand. Ah! Sorry. I did not know anyone was here. You startled me. I will bring you some water. After that, you must be on your way. As you can see, I'm a monster. This prince was different than most. He only saw the monster as a girl who was perfect for him. I do not wish to leave. You are the one that I have been looking for. What? I'm a monster. How would a boy like you get along with a monster? I like you. Don't you understand? I don't know magic, so I can't turn myself back into a beautiful princess. I will always be a monster. Give me a chance. Okay. I will give you one chance. But if you mess this up, it's over. I will return to my palace and let my kingdom know that I will not be returning as their king. I will be back before nightfall. I will be back. The princess was scared. What if he never comes back? The princess got busy working on her home. The sun began to go down, and nightfall was soon coming. I knew he wouldn't return. A prince would not want to live with a monster. The monster got into bed, but she could not sleep. She watched out her window as nightfall began to quickly approach. Then, there was a knock at the door. Who is it? It's me, of course. You came back. Yes, I said I would. Here, these are for you. You brought me flowers? The monster was so happy. (laughs) (laughs) 
let's play. How about a game of, ooh, inside castle tennis? Great. My score, a point for me. The prince stayed, and they did really fun stuff together. You won again. The monster princess was amazed that he really did love her so much. And yes, they ended up getting married and lived happily ever after. Monster and human. The end. That was a great story. Yeah! Love is so powerful! The prince saw her for who she truly was! And I know how good it feels to be noticed. That valentine really put me in a happy mood. I guess I didn't get a valentine. Let's look through them again. There might be one in here for you. Here is Randall's Valentine, one for Gear, ooh, one for Nuts. Here's one for Puffy Tail the Squirrel, Valve the Story Man. Uh, come on, Bolt, we've gone through these a million times. There's not one for me. Let's just face it, I, I didn't get a Valentine. Sorry, Cog, maybe you're right. I don't see any envelope with your name on it. No one wanted to be my Valentine. Everyone must think I'm just an old cog in a wheel. No, cog! You know you keep the story machine's wheels moving. Without you, the story machine wouldn't work! Yeah, cog. You're like family to us. We appreciate you every day. Really? Yes, cog. Maybe we don't tell you enough, but you are the cog that keeps us rolling. Thanks, y'all. I like that. Family. And I have a story for you. It's a true story of a family that sticks together, even when times get rough. This story is called Mi Familia by Yasmin Perez, seven years old. Mi Familia by Yasmin Perez. I like to go to the park with Mi Familia my dad plays many games with me. My mom plays with me, too. We play at the park, and then we go home. Time to go home. Race you to the car. OK. We can't be playing games all the time. Sometimes families have to run around and get things done. At times, things can get tough. One day, my mom and I slept in so late. Oh, no. We're late! I can't be late for school. I can't be late for work. We ran around the house and got my clothes on. Here's your shirt. I'll grab your jacket. I'll get my shoes. I'll get my shoes. Well, I'll get my hat. I'll get my hat before you. Race you. Getting my purse. Getting my backpack and <laughs> beat you to the car. I'll race you there. <laughs> we made it on time. Well, I said that times can get tough for families, but with me, Familia, we somehow always get through together. Bye. <laughs> Have a great day. I will. Another good story, and just what I needed to hear, as always. Hey, Cog, let's get these wheels spinning and deliver the Valentine's cards through the machine. Okay, I sure feel better. Thanks for being a good friend, Bolt. You're welcome. It's easy to be nice to you, Cog. It sure is easier to remember how important I am when a friend like you reminds me. That reminds me of a story. Let's see... Where is that one? Here's the story. This story is by an eight-year-old, Chloe Gates, called 
Dragonfire. Dragonfire by Chloe Gates. Well, that's a nice fire. That should keep my dragon cave nice and warm. I hope my friend Sissy, the girl from the village, shows up soon. I'm a lonely dragon without her. Tina! Here she comes now! Hi, Tina! Hi, Sissy! Check out my warm fire! I'm getting so good at breathing fire! Oh, and listen to my roar! Wait! That is pretty awesome! Thanks! That was the loudest one yet! But you should be careful and stay quiet, Tina. You don't want the town to know about you. If they hear that you roar, they'll come find you and have your head. Well, why don't you just tell them about me? I'm tired of hiding in my cave. No one would understand. No one would believe you're nice. And even if they did, I would get teased for having a best friend who's a dragon. Okay. Tina, I came to tell you that I can't play today. I have to help my mom. The town is frozen from the winter winds, and I have to help my mom get the house warm. I can heat up the town. I can melt the ice with my fiery breath. Sorry, Tina. You have to stay here and hide. I hear someone coming. Did you invite another friend? I hope so. I can play with them while I wait for you. No, I didn't invite anyone. We should hide. Come out, dragon. I know you're in there. I am Prince Valiant, and I know a dragon's roar when I hear one. Uh-oh. Shh. I see you, dragon. You can't hide from me. Come out and fight. I don't fight. I'm a good dragon. Ah, no such thing. Wait, I am good. I don't eat humans. I eat ice cream and cheeseburgers. There is no such thing as a good dragon. But I really am. I'm a friend with a human. No way. Prove it. Come on, sissy. Please tell him. But he won't believe us. You could save my life. Stop. Don't kill the dragon. That's my friend Tina. She can help us. How? She can melt the ice that is covering our village. She can warm up every fireplace in the whole kingdom. Really? Yeah. Watch. Go for it, Tina. Okay. Here I go. Cool. You two are really friends? Yes. She's the nicest friend in the whole world. Aw, you're my best friend, sissy. Well then, let's go to the village. There are a lot of houses that need warming up after the last storm. Great, and you can introduce me to your friends. Sure, I can't wait to introduce you to everyone I know. That's one sizzling story! Yep. When a dragon has a friend as good as that, she must feel warm all over. Thanks for handing out all those valentines, Cog and Bolt. That was so fun! Another special delivery for the story machine! Uh, looks like another one of those valentine cards. Yeah, you're right! 
We did get another Valentine. How exciting! Hmm, I wonder who will get this Valentine. Oh, oh, I'll find out. It has a name on it. It says... Cog! Well, I'll be. It does say my name. I guess I wasn't forgotten after all. No, Cog. You were never forgotten. Let's hear another story. A friendship story. One that you'll never forget. Ah, yes. I know just the one. This is called The Friend by Maya Damon Tolinaire when she was in the third grade. The Friend by Maya Damon Tolinaire. Once there was a dog that lived in a city. This dog looked like any other dog. She was a little white dog with black spots on her body. She had a small, kind face and a bushy tail. Row, row, row. She liked her house, which was a little tunnel in the middle of a city. Her name was Midnight, because she enjoyed the darkness of her tunnel. She loved chasing cats and birds. But her only friend was a person who lived in a building next to the tunnel. Midnight looked forward to the visits from her friend. Her best friend always came to visit her in her tunnel. Hi, Midnight. How about a walk today, Midnight? Every day, the friend and Midnight would spend their favorite part of the day together. But one day... The friend did not come. Midnight began to wonder. Where is my friend? Midnight knew where her friend lived. He lived in the apartment building across the street. Midnight had no way of getting into the apartment building, so Midnight waited. She waited for weeks. Her friend did not come. Midnight began to get very lonely. One day, Midnight walked over to the apartment building and waited by the front door. She waited and waited until someone came out and the door swung wide open. When a large man came out of the apartment, the dog jumped up and grabbed the key to the building out of the man's hand. That was hard work for Midnight. Then Midnight unlocked the door by holding the key between her teeth and turning her head. The key moved inside the keyhole and Midnight was in. She ran down the hall until she got to her friend's room. She knew her friend lived in room number 35 from listening to her friend talk about it. The dog opened the door with her mouth and barked. Her friend was sad and laying in bed. Midnight pulled her friend gently from the bed all the way to the tunnel. The dog licked her friend's face and nursed him back to happiness. But she knew she had to return the key. She didn't want to steal it. Midnight dropped the key by the door and watched the large man come back, pick up the key, 
and opened the door. Midnight felt better. She ran back to the tunnel to be with her friend. When Midnight returned to the tunnel, her friend was sitting up and smiling. The friend was happy again, having a great time with Midnight. From then on, the friend came to the tunnel every day to hang out with Midnight. Thank you, Midnight, for reminding me that I have a friend. What a story! What a dog! What a friend! Know what I feel like doing now? What, Cog? Writing a valentine. See you later. Oh, oh, me too. I'll come with you. See you later, Randall. We're going to go make valentine. See you too later. Thanks for the story, Story Machine. You're welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. If you want to share your stories with us, you can send your stories to info at stories-alive.org. And remember, keep writing. The Stories Alive podcast is a production of Stories Alive and Jefferson Public Radio. The show is recorded and produced in the JPR studios on the campus of Southern Oregon University in Ashland, Oregon. Our show is produced by Anna Byers. Our audio engineer is Blake Helmkin. The cast includes Kirk McKenzie, Laura Murphy, Susie Gabumpa, Anna Byers, Michael Meyer, Caroline Schaefer, and Jeannie Renault, and is directed by Jeannie Renault. The executive producer of Stories Alive is Eric Teal. To learn more about the show and hear other great stories, visit us at storiesalive.org. Until next time, I'm the Story Machine. So long.